train a coming. It's rolling around a bend. Oh, who just joined? No one, because Discord just turned it off. Do it. Do it. Do it. So that'd be interesting. I don't know. It's complicated, but we'll figure it out. I'll play with it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. Yeah. No. That was Jared screaming for your old zone. That sounded like a goat, Jared. Me. Oh. 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 Me. Me. Oh. That was animal. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I ate a whole wheel of brie cheese and some crackers for lunch today. I don't fucking feel so good right now. You're going to be bound up like a mouse. <sighs> it's like you're going to be constipated tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my! Exactly. <laughs> it was so good at the time, though. Oh, brie what cheese. kind of cheese was it? Brie. No. Oh, what, what, what kind of crackers did you use? That's the key. Oh, um, rosemary and sea salt. Uh, oh. uh, wheat wheat thins. It is. You'll be thin. farting for a week. <laughs> yeah, I had euros. Oh, I love euros. I need what crackers should I use? No, no, those are great. I, that's fantastic. Yeah. Sounds tasty. Some people would be like, look at this delicious brie cheese I have, and they'll eat like saltines. It's like, what's the matter with you? No, <laughs> brie you and saltines. You should be karate chopping <laughs> throat if you have brie cheese and <laughs> eat it with saltines. This ain't the trailer park. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you must have got that Walmart brie. Walmart brie. It's called Brie Mart. <laughs> Oh, Brie. Fair value, Brie. <laughs> oh, Brie Larson. Yeah. I wouldn't. Lol. Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> what? Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong one. My sounds are all screwed up. All right. Who's ready to talk about the squad of suicide? Look, we're, we're early by one minute. Look at that. Oh, damn. Well, at least in this time zone, which is the same one you guys are in. Oh, snap. Is it? Oh, I'm turning Discord off. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me turn Discord off as well. Dude, oh, why is it every time I log oh, into Discord shit. lately, it has like 27 pop-ups? Like, look what we did now. Do you want Turbo? No. No, I don't. annoying. Negative Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. God, I can't wait for that movie to come out. I'm looking forward to that, too. What? What top, movie? Top Gun. The new Top Gun. Right. Top oh, Gun when is that coming out? Probably uh, next year. No! Never. It should have came out this summer. should have come out last summer. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer, too. <laughs> uh, this, says 20, this says 2021. November 19th is what it's slated for. November? Yep. What? That's what a is? Thanksgiving movie. Eternals? No. Top Gun. What? No, How did you get Eternals out of that? When were we? I don't know. I, we usually talk about Marvel movies, and I wasn't listening. Rico's the way to valor. <laughs> is he a friend uh, of Worf's? Yes. Are you? Oh my God! Eternals is November fifth. Oh my! God. What the hell, man? The hammer pulled you oh, off. It's the yes, the hammer did. <laughs> oh my! Jared, you just got like all super far away sounding. Really? He's not close to his mic. 
away. That's because I sat back in my chair. Well, don't do that. Yeah, don't do Shut that. Shut up. Liquor of horses. Arse liquor. <laughs> also, it depends on where I my position my mouth in front of hey, the man. microphone because oh, it's a now condenser you're going mic. all over the place. Yeah, I don't need to know about your mouth Just positions. Talk uh, like you're on the radio. Well, remember, it's a condenser mic. So, Mike, so if I lean to one side or the other, it is not. It's pointed. Condenser mics, like, isn't that what people use for that ASMR bullshit? Yes. No, those are like super, super sensitive. Uh, super soakers. Dude, Technically, your Yeti mics are, are condenser mics too, but they're they may not be as nearly as pinpointed. You're saying that we have cheap mics? No, no. I have a cheap mic. My mic cost me thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it works. I have no great. idea how much this mic cost my brother, but I have a feeling that knowing my brother, I'm glad I got it for free. Yeah, the Yeti mics are close to a hundred dollars, and that's because you're paying for the word Yeti. Mm. Sounds pretty damn good to me. I mean, he's got to make his royalties somehow. Not many people watch that old Christmas special anymore. <laughs> Doesn't Yeti make cups? He's a bumble. Yeah. Stupid cups. Can anyone name me? Ready? Yeah. Let me get my buzzer ready. And they also make $500 coolers. I don't know why anybody would need a $500 cooler. No, no you get the Walmart one for 20 bucks. It does the same thing. Not unless it refrigerates everything without power or ice. Do you have right. a Yeti cooler, Jared? No. Nope. They're like a theme song oh, no. or something. Yeah. What? What? Listen. What? What wrestling what, what? company? What wrestling company had a wrestler named the Yeti? Tits and ass. Wrong. TNA. Uh, WWF. Wrong. WCW. Yeah. I don't know how to start. This. There we go. <laughs> w, what was it? WCW? Yeah. Nice. In the early. WCW. I was like, my next oh, option was ECW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before before Paul Heyman came along. Because there is no way that Vince would ever call a character the Yeti. Dude, he he's dumb. Had some, he's had some pretty dumb stuff. He had the goon, and then there was that dude that wore the big bull mask. That's true. Okay, I guess I'm wrong on that. They uh, threw yeah. shit at the wall so many times back in those days. I Literally throwing shit at the wall. Both at a Yeti. So <laughs> the man, the guy in the bull mask is called Mantar. Mantar, that's right. <laughs> man. There was a God. evil Santa Claus named Santa Claus. Like, so don't tell me Vince McMahon doesn't do stupid crap because he does. <laughs> oh, I know I did. They, they were, like I said, they were throwing crap. crap at the wall to see what would stick back then. WCW in the early 90s did the same crap, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Candyman. Oh, Holy shit. Said. Speaking of, they're coming out with a new Candyman movie. Did, was that preview? Uh, at, did you guys... What previews did you I have, have not seen it. And I did not watch... I watched uh, Suicide Squad in my home. Ugh. Oh, you cheaped out. No, he didn't cheap out. He overpaid no. out is what he did. <laughs> save $10 because the movie, first movie sucked so bad, I wasn't going to risk it on this one. <laughs> How did you save $10? Isn't it like $30 to stream it? I I will not say. Yar. He, acqui Yar. he, he, acquired, it, he acquired it from someone who streamed it and saved it. It's a trap! Do you know what a pirate's favorite letter is? Arr. Q. Q. Or you might think it is, but it's the C. 
Oh, that's good. I like oh that. Oh my god. Sorry. Are you might think it is, but it's the scene. <laughs> that's good. Shut up! Shut I'm up! Gonna tell, I'm gonna tell that to everybody at work tomorrow. Yeah, please, but you gotta do it in a private. <laughs> I shall. Yeah, you got to do it with the accent. Yep. I'll do it in the leadership huddle right in front of the beach. You have a beard, so you can put an eye patch on, too. It'll make it even better. Yeah. And if you put <laughs> your... Uh, He's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. If you put your right leg up, it'll look like you're standing on from <laughs> Captain Morgan. Do it. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Who still has Discord up? We are. I'm doing that right now. Okay. All right, this is Suicide Squad podcast. Because even though we've been talking about Yetis and other turtles, I don't know, <laughs> whatever we're talking about, not episode, not this is called titled Suicide Yeti Squad. Yeah, so yes, the Yeti Squad. Yeah, <laughs> the Yeti Squad, not Yeti. Right. Because yes. the last Suicide Squad movie was called Suicide Squad. An important but distinction to add the the the. It's like the Ohio State. <laughs> uh, the Yeti Squad 2021. Yes. Who will survive? Nobody. <laughs> balls of steel. Yes. Balls, balls, balls. <laughs> Are you playing music? I don't hear anything. No, I'll, I'll put it in there. We'll do it later. We'll, we'll do it live. Oh, you're, you're we'll doing do it, it in after. post. Yeah, <laughs> it's a music and post. That's right. It. All right. So it. Do it live. Music is over. Oh, well, that's some great music today, Jared. You're recording, right? Yes. Okay. He's been recording. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy editing this. <laughs> He's not going to. He's just going to uh, post it. No, this is going it. straight to the internet. I might I mean, listen just to edit out, but maybe not. We've done. Um, We've done rated R ones before, right? Uh, don't, yeah. don't edit it. Just just throw it up. So okay. then we, if, yeah. uh, oh god, clearly clearly there was no thought. Well, I prefer the podcast like this anyway. So well, what do I care? Well, see, yeah. see, that's that's exactly Random, what happened. The thought ended. <laughs> I no, I didn't do a sound. <laughs> I thought that was you. No, well, uh, no, yeah. the that was me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got a better oh, one in there somewhere. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the differences between the two movies real fast. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to linger on the last one. I didn't fall asleep in this one. But that's true. Um, How did you fall asleep in the first one? Boring as fuck. You lo- lose consciousness. Oh, I think it was Game of Thrones was the one that we didn't edit, right? <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway, that's what I was going to describe. Is the first. Suicide Squad movie was PG-13, mm-hmm. which is why uh, all the things that they're killing throughout that movie are things and not people, because they, yeah. they couldn't. So when James that Gunn got the, the green light for a rated R, he was like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Pretty much. Yeah. And I think it, I think it works better <laughs> with this group of ragtag idiots. This movie was, <clears throat> sorry, this movie was a comic book in movie form, unapologetically, and I loved it. Yeah, basically, yeah. A DC. Wow. 
Yeah, it felt like you were reading an 80s DC comic. Yeah. And I'm I think... apparently going to be the odd man out then. Oh, <gasps> Joe, did you not like the movie? I thought it was a hot, steaming pile of garbage. Oh, <laughs> okay. Had he I is not the been odd in the man. the theater out. with friends, I would have yep. walked out. Wow. Joe, or uh, Jared, what did you think? Just real fast. He's the odd man out. Okay. I liked it. Wow. <laughs> You're Mr. Negative today. All right. I know. Usually it's the opposite. That's awesome. Usually you're making fun of me for not liking something. Yeah, so... um, It was was straight shit. Wow. Have you seen the first one? I loved the first one. Interesting. I hated the first one. (laughs) So, Joe, actually, here, question. Joe, did you see the first one in theaters, or did you watch it off of, like, my Plex? That's a good question. I watched both. I saw it in theaters, and then I saw the extended cut. From well. from okay. from the Plexer, okay, because the because yeah. the theatrical version, the original theatrical version, was all over the place. Yeah, the extended was made filled in all those holes and made it a lot right. better. Which yeah. which I think part of the reason. Okay, there's a couple of reasons. Since I'm the odd man out, do you mind if I just say why? Great. Right no. So like, the couple of the reasons why I really just didn't care for this movie is it felt completely dis. There's there's three major things that kept jumping off the screen at me during this movie. Is the pacing was garbage. Like the it was trying to be like kitschy and cool and like it was trying to be like Smoking Aces. And I'm going to use Smoking Aces mm. as an example because to me that's like <laughs> the ultimate example of good jumping around what the hell is going on kind of storytelling. Mm. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, um, I've seen that. And really? it feels like they were trying to do that really? with this movie, but every time they jumped around or went back, it was either like the pacing was just garbage. It pulled you out of what was going on. It, I don't know. It just it just felt really like it wasn't thought out well at all. The other thing that I picked up on it is all through the movie, it just seemed like every single person in the movie wanted to be anywhere fucking else other than making this movie like none of them seemed like they wanted to be there it was weird um Hmm. and then the third thing is yeah it was rated r but and i know this is ironic and hilarious coming from the guy that drops more f-bombs than most people in the room all the time but there was such an overuse of the cussing in this movie that it, it it felt forced and it seemed like it was a 12 year old that wrote it like, oh, I finally get the cuss, so let me do it as yeah. much as possible all the time. I think there was a little bit of that. I will agree with you on that. So that's my biggest, the three biggest things. Like, it, it was entertaining. Um, it just it just felt like a, it just felt a mess. To mm-hmm. me, it, the whole movie felt like a mess. It The flow was awful. It just felt like a mess. That's all. That kind of helps the uh, Suicide Squad, though, because they are a mess. So maybe that was intentional. I don't know. I didn't feel that. I mean, I'll say I, I, knowing it was a James Gunn movie, I expected it to be a little faster paced than it was. But I didn't really find myself going, oh, come on, get through this. No, not. You didn't feel that, right? No, no, no. It wasn't that it was slow. It was just weird. It It just went all over the place. Like the jumping back and forth, like when it was explaining the rat girl's background. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. it went from this like rat from catcher, frenetic, frenetic, like ultra violent hilarity to 
oh, we're going to have like a heartfelt moment between this little girl and her father on the bus. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. That's called and a then, let me up moment is what that's called. Yeah, but it, it just wasn't oh, done well. You're talking I, about the end when she, uh, when she's there was like, like there summoning... was a couple of things throughout the whole movie where they did callbacks to like give yeah, character development. She was and sitting on top of the, she was sitting on the tower with Taika Waititi and he was telling her a story. Yeah. Right in the middle of the giant climax of the movie. Yeah, I I think that could have been. Well, as far as the timeline of the movie, too, he jumps all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start with the beginning where the, the idiot yeah. squad all dies, and then it, like, jumps to Team 2, but then it jumps back to explain how we got to Team 2, and then it goes forward, and then it does that again later, like once, maybe even twice. Mm-hmm. It's so a mess. I, I can see how that's sort of confusing, but I don't know. It's- it wasn't confusing. It just seemed like a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I'll shut up and let other people talk now. I I could see how you thought that. I, it did not bother me, and I think that's probably just because of the subject matter. <laughs> like, if this was an Avengers movie, I'd be like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> but because it's a bunch, you know, that's just I don't know. Yeah. The first the first film. I want to talk about first film real quick. The first film suffered because it had this awesome trailer that came out. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. And it Mm -hmm. was, it was, uh, it had, um, queen playing and it was like, Oh my gosh. And then the movie came out and it wasn't, it didn't have that tone, which is the tone of James Gunn's version. So, and that was because it was two different studios. One did the trailer and one did the movie, which Mm. is always a smart idea, guys. Yeah. Um, It's a brilliant move. So (laughs) thankfully the James Gunn version was all him so it i think it had a very similar trailer that the first movie did but the movie actually felt like the trailer too so i i i I just that alone i was like okay good we didn't get swindled again (laughs) (laughs) and i also like that most of that trailer came from like the first i don't know 15 minutes and and the last fight and that was it so they did a really good job of hiding which I need to point out because so many movies just give their entire movie away in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. despise that. And um, I was pretty excited just at the beginning hearing Johnny Cash. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this. <laughs> you play Johnny Cash. One of my favorite songs of his. There you go. Hello. I'm Johnny Cash. Hello. <laughs> Hello. He's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I loved hearing that song again because that song that was the song that they used in the Man of, the Man of Wrath trailer, which was really cool. Mm. So I was like, "Yay!" I like that Johnny Cash song. I've seen a couple of reviews that said before you see this movie, you should see the first one to know what's going on. And I was like, I don't really think so. No, I mean, I mean you yes, get the basic no. gist of it. The government is using supervillains that are incarcerated already to do their dirty work, you know, in exchange yeah. for time off their sentence. Yeah, that's that's um, about all you need. That's about all you need to know. Yeah. The only thing the only thing that you get by watching the first one first is to realize that they kill off everyone from the original movie except harley by no no (laughs) captain boomerang makes it no No, he did not no he didn't oh you mean in the second movie yes right yeah the beginning of this i'm saying by the uh, the only thing you need to know about the first movie about the first movie is that by the end of the second movie they kill off everyone but harley yeah Uh, and uh, and yeah 
Yeah. And Amanda yeah. Waller. Those are the only two key characters well, from the original Amanda movie. Amanda Waller survived. does not die. No, no she just she, gets head in the, hit in the head with a golf club. That's one of the <laughs> best and most infuriating things about her character is that she never gets her come up and she always gets, she always seems to get away with, or at least, you know, weasel out of any punishment that would be due her. Yeah. Which is why that moment where she gets, you know, golf club uh, wedged. Yeah. yeah. Wedged in the head. And I was like, Holy crap. That was <laughs> great. Awesome. I'm like, those people are going to die. Oh yeah. Nope. They didn't. They got well, sucked into a whole nother show. <laughs> she gives him, she gives him the, the stink eye there at the end when she's looking through the window of her office, you know, and, and they're yeah. all just sitting there like, Oh boy. Oh shit. Oh, you know, so, in, in typical Jess form, jumping all over the place mm-hmm. at the very, 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 yes. very end of the credits scene. <laughs> You've got those two. Um, yep. And peacemakers body recovering in the, uh, no, in the, uh, in the I thought it was TDK. No. That was Peacemaker. That was Peacemaker? Yes. Yeah. You know, Are you sure? His, yes. name is, his name is John China. His name is yeah. John China. <laughs> so there's a Peacemaker. China. They're making a Peacemaker show. You guys know that? No, I did not. Know okay. That. Uh, they're making a Peacemaker show. Hey, now you know. Um. That's actually been planned for a while. I mean, it's James Gunn and everything. So the story is... So when that dude... Yeah, it's John. It's only like 80 episodes. So I looked it up today. Is he going to be able to talk because he got shot in the throat? Oh, that might be. I don't know. Speaking of seeing it, like I think he did a great job with the... Oh, he did. As he called it, the douchey Captain America, which is <laughs> hilarious. With the toilet toilet bowl on his head. He was way funnier than I thought he was going to be. I thought it was going to be yeah. a straight man the whole time and like annoying. Yeah. He was. He was good. Funny. Uh, maybe I was just ready for you know twelve year old humor. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm actually looking forward to that show because I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to be a show. Yeah, it's a show. Yeah. Mm. It's, so it's those two people um, at the end there who worked for Amanda Waller. And they're like running ops or whatever for Peacemaker. Yeah. And that's all we know. So that uh, he had probably one of the best lines in the movie, I thought. We went along the lines of, I love peace and liberty so much. And I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, I mean, which happens later, you know, he ends up. Right. Yeah. Like, wow, okay. So, so John Cena finally turned heel. Woo! Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, John turned heel. <laughs> mm, okay, um, so let me take Joe to task real quick. I didn't think acting-wise anybody felt like they were uh, phoning no. it in. I was actually really happy with Polka Dot Man, and I'm not going to even pronounce his last name. Because it's like, yeah, I can never remember. I don't know. Um, it, Idris Alba, obviously. I thought Cena did a pretty good job. And um, Stallone. Stallone just Stalloning it up. <laughs> and Dark was hilarious. This might end up being one of those. So, I mean, we all remember. I didn't like Ant Man the first time I watched it either. And then it grew on me when I watched it again. Maybe this mm-hmm. will be the case with this one. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. 
per. I thought one of the most remarkable things, and this is typical of a James Gunn movie, was that he got he got um, us to feel not necessarily affection, but sympathy for characters we had no business being sympathetic of. Oh yeah, Ratcatcher. Yeah. Hello, a- and Tippy Toe, the rat, basically. You know, like, Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. When he waves yeah. at people, I was just like, Yeah. Why is that so <laughs> The rat waves at Idris Elba, and he's terrified of it. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, but he wants to be your friend. This is a freaking CGI rat. What am I saying? Why is that <laughs> rat waving at me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there were some really funny parts in this movie. Like, I, I didn't I didn't hate it outright. I mean, there was definitely yeah. some parts that made me laugh. Like, when Weasel jumps off and, like, drowns immediately. Oh, my God. And they're like, did nobody check to see if he couldn't swim? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then at the, end, at the post-credit scene, he just gets up and walks into the forest. Uh, <laughs> so he's not uh, dead. Would would you call would you would you call that a walk? <laughs> well, like, he kind of jogged like, while chitter chattering about something. <laughs> That's what a weasel sounds like. Just like some guy sitting in the microphone, like. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> um, I also wanted to mention Harley because I think this was the most like Harley Quinn like oh, Harley yes. ever seen. She's I think she's finally found a groove for this character. Yes, after whatever three films, I don't know how many it's been, but not that not that hers has ever been bad, but this is like spot on comic book. Finally, I I loved that we saw her. In the whole scene where she gets captured and then the uh, military leader guy, I can't remember his name, he wants to marry her. You know, he thinks he's this big fan of hers or whatever. I I couldn't tell whether he was just using her or if he actually was like a huge fan. Um, But then you you find out that... huh? I think he was. He seemed sincere in that. Yeah. And the reasons that he did. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. And then, but then... It was a totally different set of shoes because then he starts talking about his plans for the uh, for Jotunheim, mm. which I thought was kind of funny because that's straight out of Marvel, the word anyway. Um, it's straight out of Norse mythology anyway. Um, straight out of your mama's kitchen. Straight out of Compton. Oh! But he starts talking about these plans to feed all the people to the big beast in the tower over there. Oh. And then he turns around and bam, she shoots him. And you are reminded because she's had the the previous, you know, what, five or ten minutes were her getting this storybook, you know, romance swept off her feet and, and, and all this. And then all of a sudden she's like, you know, I told myself that if I ever met a guy and I threw he threw up any red flags that I'd just kill him. <laughs> and I was like, this is the perfect reminder that she is a freaking psychopath. Yeah, but and but any indication learning. of the storybook ending that she could have possibly had was never going to happen in the first place. No, but she is learning from her mistakes, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will say one thing that I really enjoyed seeing in this movie was seeing Pete Davidson get shot right in the fall. Oh, that was so satisfying. (laughs) Uh, He turned Uh, us in. He's he's the one that that made, let him know we were here. 
like blows his face right off. And I just went, yes. Yeah, that was the first like gory moment where you're like, okay, this is where we're going. All right. Yep. I'm ready now. Kaboom. That whole thing. And then arms fall off. Boy says, hey, here we go. And yeah. You're, you're just like, what? Like his arms come off and you're like, okay. But then they fly at like five miles an hour toward the enemy. <laughs> and then, and pop, then just like slapping them and messing with their hats and stuff. God bless Nathan Fillion for taking the dumbest roles sometimes. <laughs> Although, did you notice they showed every indication that every single member of that team died except for her and except for him? Her, you mean Harley and Flag? Harley and him, yes. Because they showed <clears throat> Amanda Waller right, like right after that big scene, and they do this like loop around her with the camera and then it shows the screen and all of them turn red and the last one was um savant michael rooker yeah it turns red um edk is still not red and harley's is not red and then later on in the movie they see they show another screen where it shows tdk and he's in critical condition but he's not dead so they never actually confirmed that he was dead that's why I thought it was him in the hospital bed at the end, mm. because I was seeing it for sure. John Chana died in the tower, and then the tower fell. So I figured he got more, smooshed. It's much more conceivable that Arms Fall Off Boy would have lived, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to Peacekeeper, who had a building fall on him. But whatever, it's comic books. Well, when yeah. you said when you said that Cena was still alive, I didn't catch that he was on a stretcher. But when Waller went to kill them, when they decided they were going to go back, right. Cena's portrait was still lit up. Mm. Even after being Ooh. shot and them walking away from the tower, it was still lit. Oh, so I'm, he I'm was still cool. alive at that point. And I was going to point that out because I saw that when she flipped the case open to kill the other, the rest of them. Ah. So the fact okay. that you're saying he was on a stretcher at the end, I'm like, I didn't catch that, but that makes sense why the it was still lit up in the briefcase. Cool. So cool. Cool. So, uh, I'll open the floor up to you guys. I've got some other stuff. We talked about the show. What'd you think of the, uh, peacemaker flag fight where they were showing the reflection in peacemakers helmet. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I thought, Oh, this is a cool shot. And then they just stayed there and I was like, Ooh, this is cool. I wish they had used Flag a little bit more because I really like him. Yeah, he's cool. Liked him. <laughs> well, and they gave but, him basically a buddy with uh, Bloodsport because they had yeah. together before. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Honestly, Flag's death was the only one I was pissed about. Yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? I don't no. think it was necessary. <laughs> You, I'm because he's the only one of them that isn't a criminal, right? And yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no, he's the only gen, uh, he's the only semi genuine one in the group, and they kill him off. <laughs> uh, oh well. Well, Sebastian the Rat lived, so you're you're good. Yes, true. And King Shark lived, and King Shark lived. <laughs> Hand. I was worried there for a minute when those little like freaking jelly bean fish looking things like turn oh. around like, like teeth and shit. 
That was terrifying. that was the only thing in the entire movie that was able to make him bleed. Yeah, Even when exactly. he like landed landed from jumping off the top of Jotunheim yeah. and was getting shot by everybody, he yeah. wasn't bleeding. The bullets were just bouncing off. Those little fishy things actually broke his skin. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever gun that uh, uh, Bloodsport was shooting at him in the jungle when he was about to eat Ratcatcher. Yeah, that uh, was, but that only knocked him over. Yeah, it just knocked yeah. him down, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was another scene that I, out of the mess of the movie, there the other scene that I really, really got a kick out of is when they go in and they clear that entire camp. And then they... Yeah. He's <laughs> like, where's my men? And they're like, uh... We didn't see anybody. <laughs> it turns out they were the good guys. <laughs> I got... I did get a serious kick out of that. Each each kill was... They were trying to one-up each other, Bloodsport yeah. and Peacemaker. That was great. Well, because funny. it was hilarious because Bloodsport and Peacemaker, when when Waller introduced them, said the same exact thing for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I said, I thought John Cena was hilarious. I did not expect mm-hmm. it. When he, when he, so when King Shark tries to eat Rat Catcher because she's a teenager and sleeping all the time, <laughs> and John Cena walks up and he's got his tidy whities. <laughs> <laughs> why are you in your tidy whities? Like, why are you in your underwear? And he just shrugs it off. He's like, just. Mm-hmm. He's like, he, has, he has his helmet Whitey's, on, that's too, doesn't he? Do what? Didn't he, Did have, he have his, his helmet, helmet on? on as well? I think he had uh, his helmet and the tidy whities on. I can't remember. I don't think so, but that would have been way <laughs> funnier. Uh, it, I, I, I think I, it was probably kind of a, a, a wrestling joke. Like, why are you standing there in your underwear? And he's like, that's what I do. You know, or something like that. Well, <laughs> that's funny. he wears jorts, but... Yeah, that's it, true. That's a funny joke. He seems a lot bigger in this movie than he has in the past. Like, way more jacked. Yeah. this He filmed this right after he left WWE. So, or, well, didn't leave. But when he stopped being an active mm-hmm. roster guy. So he was still fairly big. But you look at him now, he's definitely, you know, slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, because he just came back, like, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they just finished the Peacemaker filming for the show. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I'm in between gigs. I'm going to go back for probably SummerSlam since that's usually in August. That would be my guess. But whatever. Yeah, he looked jacked. And they did a good job. They, just, they did, did a great job with those. Um, I wrote down in my notes uh, the environment making all the text so like when savant got killed and his blood was in the water and it was like yeah <laughs> warner brothers presents i thought that was hilarious yeah. i love that's that's that that's what i mean about it being a comic book and movie form yeah definitely <laughs> exactly the kind of thing you would see in the comic operation jodenheim wait a minute wait a minute harley jodenheim burns <laughs> blows out it's harley the smoke like, spells great. harley yeah i was like that's awesome <laughs> her whole scene where she gets out of uh, where they're torching her, you know, and then the one guy leaves, and then she wakes up and kills the guard, oh, and then the, gets out of there. I was just like, "This is flowers. perfect." Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that scene so much because it's like you're starting to get by that point in the movie, you're starting to get desensitized. Yeah. All the you're a little desensitized to the blood, and then all of a sudden, it's this. 
flowers and birds and shit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just oh, so amazing. Not just like exploding out of people, but out of her gun and then in the background. And, and as she walks forward, the walls and everything get covered with butterflies and birds and, and flowers. And this song is playing. Yeah. But she's totally like raging on these guys. And... So it's this song is playing. <laughs> yeah. But that's great because you're seeing it through her eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this chick's crazy. <laughs> no, no. I, I still, it was in the, it was in the trailer and I still, there were, there were two, two things that were in the trailer that were in the movie. And when they came up, they were still laugh, very laughable. One was when Bloodsport was hanging from the wall when they were go, starting to go in to rescue Harley, and she comes around the corner. And he's like, "What you guys doing?" Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're like, "We had a really good plan." He's like, "Well, I can go back inside." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, she gets all teary eyed. You were coming to rescue me. <laughs> that was yeah, well, now we don't have to. Like, well, I could go back inside. Yeah, that's patronizing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bloodsport's life. That's patronizing. Uh, <laughs> That, I like just before that, that, they're, that ex, they're, everybody's on the comms and yeah. they get around to King Shark and he's like, bird. 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 <laughs> and I forget what his real name is, but they were like, stay off the comms. It's like a Anawe or something yeah, very quiet. Something like that. The bird. other one was Cena and his bag of dicks joke. Yeah. That was that great. Was, yeah. that, but the, the first King Shark eating where he eats the guy uh-huh. that was in the trailer but it was funnier this time because you see him sneak yes <laughs> I thought that was hilarious deb He's deb like, actually <laughs> i laughed i literally laughed in the theater when i saw yeah. his little head bobbing over the, like the tree line and deb's like what's so funny i'm like it's because all you see is this little shark head going it's kind of like you see the fin and like the top of his head it's like coming up real quick in, in, when you see the trailer, you expect him to just come out of nowhere and eat the guy. But the fact that you saw him approaching like some little kid sneaking up on another kid. Exactly. <laughs> it was yeah. great. That's what I look like when I sneak up on my daughter because I'm going to tickle her. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Uh, then you eat her head first. Yep. And then I say, um, what was the? Nom nom. They, no, yeah, nom nom. No, he was. They were talking to him before they all got loaded in the van, and he was like, "See, they're like, oh, he's learning Spanish. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. can't come along. He's like, why? They're like, because we're just disguise or whatever. He's like, yeah, I disguise mustache, <laughs> big mustache, <laughs> and he holds his finger in front of his face. <laughs> it's like you still. Look and like then later, kid. when they're coming back, or they're 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 getting ready to go into the building. You see him standing in the background. And he's still holding the finger in front of his face. I there have been other versions of King Shark in yeah, you know, um, animation and stuff like that. And you know he's he video games too, and he's fairly intelligent. So yeah. this choice is just to me hilarious. Like yes. he's intelligent, but not really. <laughs> like you could have made him so on the Flash TV series, they made him like this really super like uber muscular badass he's like 12 feet tall and all this shark hulk um, and they gave him a story yeah kind of and they gave him a story where he gets transformed back into a human or something and i can't remember exactly how it went but they gave him this you know very sympathetic backstory yeah and i think ultimately he goes back to being king shark again but um 
that was that was a pretty cool version. But this one, I thought, fit this movie. You couldn't have done that with this movie, I don't think, because no. it just wouldn't have it wouldn't have fit. Even if you made him just the big badass tank that goes around destroying things, and much more like the Hulk, where there he's barely controllable. I think yeah, this yeah. worked a lot better. He didn't really want to destroy stuff. He just wanted to eat everything. Yeah, you just which is hilarious. Like even at the very very end when they're walking off after they killed Starro finally, <laughs> he just starts pointing at the dead bodies. Nom nom. And they're like, that's what you're thinking about right now? He's like, uh, no. No, you can't eat that body. And then he continues to look down, and they're just like, no. No. Yeah. No. No. The C4 Peacemaker? Yeah. That was great. Peacemaker. He's like, thanks. He goes, yeah, that's cool and all, but it looks nothing like me. Just put it on the wall. The um, um, rat catcher. I, I, a. That's funny that it was Taika Waititi. First of all, yeah. I kept thinking he was going to be like Starro's voice or something. It was way yeah. more scarier to use the the people. Right. So I like that like slight horror film aspect that they had to it. Yeah, those were terrifying. <laughs> it's like zombies. Um. Even though they had this giant cartoony looking starfish on <laughs> exactly. an eyeball. With an eyeball looking at him like, hey. <laughs> that is straight out of the comics though. Starro was like you can Google that, Starro the destroyer or conqueror or whatever it was. Straight out of the eighties comics. Dude, DC and this is to me, this is where DC hits their stride. They know they're absolutely more insane than Marvel ever has been. Marvel can come up with some crazy aspects, but DC is just off the wall bonkers and just freaking go with it. And they also tend to be a little darker, you know, so like off the wall bonkers and dark. There's a neat mixture there if you can find the right. And obviously, you know, characters like Superman are going to be a little lighter and characters like Batman gonna be a little darker and serious. But this is to me where they're hitting their stride and they need to just keep going with it instead of I don't know where where they're going to go. But, you know. And in any comic book movie or superhero movie where they bring up obscure characters from the past, even if they're not, you know, main characters, like you had the B team at the beginning of this movie, which you thought that this was the A team, you know, they're going to go in there and, and clean up and then they all die <laughs> practically. Yeah. And then you find out they are the B team. Those are the idiots they sent in for as, as a distraction. So that's, that's very Amanda Waller. But they were all like characters from like Arms Fall Off Boy. Okay, they renamed him, but still, it, that he's he's got like this cult following because of such a random, useless character. I, I I'm, I'm I'm a little upset that they renamed him because Arms Fall Off Boy is hilarious. Yeah, and he's not a boy. I mean, he's Nathan Fillion. He's forty eight years old. Alex has talked about that character for so many. Years. I know. Like I cannot believe this is a real character. Arms Fall Off Boy, Jizz Master Zero. Yes, those two specifically. I think there was one other, but I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, any any superhero movie where they can bring those obscure characters and feature them just for a little bit, and they even they because they know the audience, they know that a lot a good portion of that audience is going to recognize these people. And even if you don't recognize them, it's still funny. It's entertaining. They do it in a way that it doesn't matter that you don't know who they are. Yeah. 
Oh, Joe, did you, oh boy. What? Joe sent what? a picture of the rat catchers, rat catcher two. Yeah. Wowza. No, she's, Wasn't she's she ghost gorgeous. in Ant Man two? No. Uh, that's not the same girl. The ghost the ghost girl in Ant Man two was actually Finale from Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Oh So I was looking at the actors that played these and she's a Portuguese actor. So this is like one of her breakout roles in an American Portuguese. film, apparently. She was born in nineteen ninety six. Good mm-hmm. God. You mean you mean the year the NWO was formed? <laughs> And then Cena calls her a millennial. I was like, she's not a millennial. She's like Generation Z. Yeah, she was born Strong when I was a freshman. Generation Z. She was born when I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school, depending on what month it was. Which, yeah, which she... brings me to a funny story about the night that I went to the theater. So I'm oh. standing in the concession line with my friends, and I go up and I get some concessions. And the young girl behind the counter looks me dead ass in the face, and she says, "You look like my dad." <laughs> <laughs> You're Which like, I was like, thanks. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I walked away and I was thinking to myself, because I don't often think about my age. I turned 41 in less than a month. And then I was thinking to myself, like, if she was like 19 or 20, that is completely plausible and wouldn't have, mm. wouldn't even have been scandalous. Oh, so and this was wasn't like, like a little, like a toddler or a, a young no, this was, no, like, it was like 19, it was like the 19, 18, 19, 20 year old behind the concession stand that said that to me. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I was walking away, I was doing the math in my head. Like she was, she was probably between 18 and 20. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I, I absolutely could be her father and it wouldn't have been scandalous. Like it wouldn't even <laughs> have been young. It just yeah. kind of blew me away. Yep. Toasty. <laughs> it's like that feeling you get when exactly 18 years after you graduated high school, you go on Facebook and some of your classmates are like, my kid's graduating high school today. Yep. You're like, what? Yeah. Had, yeah. What? I experienced that this year. I was yep. Like, yep. Lord. And I felt super old. <laughs> well, you you're, are. you're the old man in the bunch, aren't you, Jared? Or is it Dana? No, no. Oh, Dana's, Dana's like 55, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Whack you. <laughs> 45. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you and Daniel are the same age, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, Daniel's... Uh, Even older? I think he's nine months older than I am. Oh, well. Wow. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Too old. You got to go, Pops. Hey, what's the news on that? I haven't heard any news of another season yet. Oh, well, see, we just saw the new Doctor Who... Um, he was in this movie and he was crazy. What That's one thing I was a little disappointed with was Capaldi's character. I thought Capaldi was going to be part of the team. I did too. And he was, the trailer made it look. Yeah, he was like trying to be the bad guy, but it's like, but Starro's <clears throat> the bad guy, and he wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't captivating. The, the only line that I laughed at was the the where Ratcatcher Two threatens him with, "I'm going to put a rat up your butthole." And he yeah. was like, oh, you might be surprised how I would react to that. That was <laughs> hilarious. Because <laughs> I may not react to that the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it was like kind of disappointing. Yeah. I don't know. I just expect more from the dog. And it was weird that he hangs out in the titty bar. That, I, was, I wasn't going to say it, but yes, that's, I don't know. Like, 
He spends all day doing important science, and then he goes to the booby bar. Well, it could be just that the city is so small that there's only one bar. Could be. <laughs> so everybody has to go to the same place. Yes. I didn't know this, but I was looking at um, all the people that were in. Um, hey, look, let me check this. And there it is. All the people that were in Marvel movies that have that were in this movie, and the one girl dancing on stage was Mantis. The what? Head. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. She just didn't she have all her makeup and stuff on. I was like, oh, cool. She's still, I mean, this is really? not This is not being mean, but she doesn't, she kind of looks like Mantis in real life anyway. Yeah, but yeah. She's, she's got a very unique look as a person. Yeah. Not bad for sure, but, but yeah, you, know that. you'd be surprised at how many people, I mean, obviously you probably wouldn't because it's James Gunn, so anyone who's been in a Guardians film was basically in this. <laughs> Unless they, you know, were too big, like... Oh, like the guy who played... Um, oh, shoot. I've already forgotten Michael Rooker's name from Guardians. Uh, Yondu? Yondu. So Yondu's right-hand guy, the skinny yeah. dude that was like his 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 number one, uh, he played Calendar Man in this, where he was making fun of Polka Dot Guy in, in the jail there. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's Sean Gunn. That's his brother. Okay. Yeah. He actually is the one who stands in for Weasel. He stands in yeah. for Rocket in the Guardians films because he's that t- like he can act obviously, but yeah. he he does the green screen mocap stuff too. Oh, that's cool. The guy that's like, oh, we got a kaiju here. The one who's peacemaker <laughs> yeah. show. He's one of the Ravagers. Okay. Um. Obviously. Taika is Korg. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, King Shark is uh, one of the Ravagers. Stallone was. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who else? Uh, Idris Alba, obviously, is Heimdall. Yes. Um, Nathan Fillion Black played that blue, that blue alien in the prison at the very beginning of Guardians where he comes up. Yeah. He's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. they start a fight. And, and uh, polka dot man. polka dot man is uh in ant man he's part of he's the Russian dude, yes, that's where I've seen him before, yeah, yeah, that's awesome yeah <laughs> I kept watching him. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy looks so familiar, <laughs> and he's playing a totally like different character, oh, and when he saw his mother everywhere. Oh, that was holy crap! That was funny. <laughs> and like when his Starro turned into his giant mom, <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> he shot her foot off. No, even worse was when he was in the bar, like dancing after he'd been drinking. Oh yeah, and everyone around him was his mom. I was his like, mom. oh my god, <laughs> this poor man is psychotic. <sighs> I mean, she did. She did infect him with an interstellar virus to try to yeah, get him. Him and all his brothers and sisters, yeah. So, <laughs> from what I gathered when he was talking about it, he was the only one that survived. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would, I would, <clears throat> I would think that's what they were trying to imply. Yeah. Yes. So, I so I this is I've watched way too many uh, cinema sins on YouTube. What's but that? The you know what? cinema sins. What's that? The guy who. Uh, sins movies for stupidity um look it up it's great um but 
that whole thing where where Starro was rampaging and they were just trying to figure out like uh god i can't think of the shooter guy's name oh bloodsport bloodsport thank you uh was shooting at it and they were all trying to they were sending harley up to go stab it and i'm like Mm. why is the strongest character in this group not doing a damn thing this should be done by now and then all then then what happens he cuts his foot off and gets killed. Oh yeah. I'm like, they've literally proven like the first half hour to hour of the movie that he is the strongest one of them. Yeah. Uh, well, most and then they use it for shit. <laughs> I I will argue that a well, a I I think they were they were you know reining it in obviously so everyone else everyone could get their time. It, so that's the movie answer. The <laughs> the in universe answer is that he's so timid. Yes, and he is a coward. Of everybody. So until it triggers in his brain that that person is his mom, then he goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and two or three, I would say, Ratcatcher is way more powerful. <laughs> well, I agree. Because rats everywhere. But if he had shot at, if he had shot at her face and not her leg, she yeah. should have gone well, for the head. The star right. would have been dead again, and it wouldn't have shows been the end of the movie. Inexperience. Yeah, he's he's not he's not a superhero. He's not even a yeah. supervillain. He's just yeah. some dude with a. He's, he's it's, like it, it's one of those things. It's like it's like Marvel using Captain. Uh, it's like Marvel using Captain Marvel to blow up Thanos's ship, but yet they basically yeah. rein her back in as soon as she does because she's too OP. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same gripe that I have about that crap. That character is yeah. way overpowered. And yet they make stupid excuses for why they rain rent. And same with this guy. So <laughs> a question about Polka Dot Man as a character in universe, because I I never got into these comics at all. So most of these people, this was the first time I saw them. Um, he was explaining to Bloodsport when Bloodsport woke up and saw him like right. do something in the woods. And he was talking about how his mom infected him with the interstellar virus. And that he has to purge the polka dots twice a day, or else they'll consume him. Does that mean that he can only use that power twice a day, or can he shoot them out anytime he wants? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Probably whenever. Okay. See, where's Alex when you need him? Because he would know the answer to that right off. Well, <laughs> he's he one of the ones because in the comic books, I think it was a suit that he created. Oh, okay. If I remember right, I, I I remember him. I just don't know anything about him. I don't think it was interdimensional, but that is so, so much better of an, of, <laughs> yeah. especially from Crazy Star Labs. You know that would make yeah. sense. Oh, well, we created a suit that blasts polka dots at people. Yeah. Oh, well, well, and each color did different things. If if I'm remembering right, uh-uh. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Polka Dot Man in a in a comic book, but. Yeah. So the other the other thing that I thought was hilarious, and that's what made it even more funny in regards to the the mother figure, was the fact that they said they said uh, researcher at Star Labs, and then she turned out to be this ugly fat lady. And I'm like, what? Why wasn't? Because most most generally, when you see researchers at a in movies or television, they they're not (laughs) ugly people. They're not like ugly. 
annoying people. They're that's so sexist. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, it's so Hollywood is basically <laughs> what the thing is. Yeah. You know, right. You're expecting to see the hot scientist like yeah, uh, and then she wait, turns into this flash. like this ugly like uh mom like more of a mom than a scientist character. Than well. I yeah. What part of James Gunn is Hollywood to you? Well, I don't, I don't disagree. I just thought it, it made it made that even more funny to me. That dude seems like the one, like one of the guy, like him and Tyke are like Hollywood's stupid. We're gonna do whatever we want. I think that's why they get along so well. And honestly, to the until the rough scene, I did not. I was trying to figure out who that was. I realized it was Tyke Tyka at that point when they did the rough scene. Done. Uh, Done. Now, unfortunately, I I have a thing with faces. So as soon as he was laying there, like, dead with the needle in his arm, I was like, oh, that's Taika? Oh, I wanted to be Starro. Oh, he did. He did. But he got he got a line in at the end, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Adam is like, I don't recall your name, but your Fez is familiar. That's right. <laughs> so here's Polka Dot Man. I was curious about it, so I looked it up. Yeah. He first appeared in February 1962. Jeez. In Detective Comics. That seems so appropriate. Nice. So he created his cop costume. Okay. Abner Krill possessed advanced technology in the form of the costume's polka dots, which were controlled <laughs> through the costume's belt. Oh. When the polka dots were attached to his costume, they were inert. But once removed, they would enlarge in size and become various different devices, which could aid in his crime sprees, most notably a flying saucer, which he used as getaway vehicle. <laughs> so he has one, two, three, four, five, six different dots. The red polka dot is a flying buzz saw dot. <clears throat> so they the, do do different things. Yep. The yellow polka <laughs> dot is the flying saucer. Wow. The gold polka dot is a sun dot, which is weird. It's supposed to just be blinding and disorienting. <laughs> the white polka dot is the bubble dot. Um, it expands into a translucent ca- capsule that he can fly in. <laughs> you already have a flying UFO. They were. <laughs> he could also use dots as fist dots, <laughs> which pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And then the black polka dot was simply a whole dot. It is basically like a teleportation system that he was able to use. Yeah, so. try imagine like imagine trying to explain that in a movie theater. Yeah, okay, so they actually guys dots do all di- no, just make yeah. it science <laughs> wobbly. Yeah, way better. <laughs> Thank you for looking that up, though. Speaking of looking things up, I just looked up the post credit scene, and there's some more information on the Peacekeeper series. Yeah. So the the two that are looking through the window at the end. Yeah. At, at him in the hospital bed, they will be among the cast in the new series. Yeah, I said that. You did? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that the two from the control room? Yeah, yeah. it's the ones yeah. that turned on Amanda. Well, so remember, we said that they were, you know, going to be punished by Waller, yeah. but... Yeah. So is, is no, Waller going to be the baddie? <clears throat> is she going to be the baddie for that show? I, I know nothing about the show other than yeah. that. It doesn't really say... All I knew before seeing the movie was that he was getting his own show. I didn't even know James Gunn was doing it until I looked it up. And then after seeing the the credit scene, I was like, oh, okay. So they're going to be in it dealing with him. Because she says, well, we need him to help save the world. So obviously 
whatever is going to happen next. And who knows, that might lead into another James Gunn <laughs> property. Who knows? So He's those two that were looking through the through the window, their name, he is John Economos, and she is Amelia Harcourt. And they will be, like I said, in the series. And then other actors that will be starring alongside John Cena are Danielle Brooks, Robert Patrick, the T-1000, Whoa. Freddie yeah. Stroma, and I have no idea. Chuk, Chuk Woody Iwuji. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how to say that. Have you seen this boy? And uh, so Freddie Stroma is set to play DC Comics character Vigilante, a.k.a. Adrian Chase. Who? Freddie Stroma. Who? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Oh. You're looking at the TV series? Yeah. You see who else is in it? Well, I'm just reading. I just looked at IMG. Christopher Heidenhoff. Really? Yes. Good. Who? Good. He's in Stargate. You'll meet him one day. He was in Stargate Sanctuary. Uh, he's been. He's been. Shoot, a lot what was the other one? Um, gone, or just, Lost Girl. He was just in my Wolfenstein game, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I marked good out. Character actor. Yeah, he's awesome. So, other than the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker's team affiliation is also something called the Shadow Fighters which is led by Amanda Waller as well. And they were brought together to fight a baddie called Eclipso. Eclipso, that sounds familiar. Eclipso is the incarnation of the wrath of God and the angel of vengeance that turns evil. Nope, not what I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong! Oh, so Ghost Rider only in the DC version. Oh, lame. Hey, speaking of Ghost Rider, aren't they remaking that? No. No? No, there's rumors that um, Daryl... Yeah. What's Daryl's name? Dana? Daryl? Yeah. Uh, The guy who plays Daryl. I can never remember his name. Also, the walking day in Daryl. You know. Daryl from... Oh, uh, from Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Poop. Well, that's Norm why I was wondering if they're remaking it because I've seen a couple of pictures of him. Like he's going to no, be Johnny Blaze. No, 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 no. These are all rumors. He has come out and said that he wants to. So oh, there are some fans oh, so who made just, some it's art. Just fan art. Okay. Yeah, and I, I'm I am there for it. I am a big Ghost Rider fan, so uh, I think that would be amazing. But no, nothing, nothing has officially been done. Okay. But well, we can tie that universe. To this universe, Walking Dead. Norman Reedus. Merle. Yes. Dar- Daryl's brother, Merle. Yeah. Norman Reedus plays Daryl. Merle is but, Michael Roker. I know. See? He's in yeah. both. Yeah, let's go. I, I like I like Norman Reedus. He's a cool guy. Seems like a cool guy. I don't know. Norman Reedus. Daryl. Uh, I had one last note, if no one has anything else. No, we got we do the last note and then do our our top whatever DC films. Yeah, I had an idea about that too. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, so James Gunn, I saw an interview that he was talking about this company called Red. They make these cameras, and he said this is the first film I've ever made that I felt like I could get my vision onto the screen perfectly. And the reason was because these 
this company, Red, makes these five and now eight K um, cameras. Oh that are like yeah, the size of your fist. Yeah, and they they're on these like round trackballs, so they can move any which way you want them to, and mm-hmm. then you put them on a crane. So that's why there are so many shots in this movie that are like moving at all times, moving in between people and around people during yeah, action so freely. And I thought, wow, that was really cool. I I noticed that while while the movie was going on, but I just thought I didn't know how they did it, but that made a lot of sense. So that was cool. I had to mention that. That's really interesting. Cool. AK is tricky though. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, because how do you get more than four? I don't know. Well, that, that's the thing is like, even if you have the capability to create 8K, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that what you're sending it to is going to be able to render it. Okay. Right. I watched this 8K movie on my phone. Yeah, it's exactly. like when people get 23 inch displays that have 4K resolution, it's like that's pointless. <laughs> One other little bit of trivia on the Peacemaker Peacemaker series. James James, if I can speak, who? Somebody smack me. Who? James Gunn wrote the entire first season in eight weeks during COVID quarantine out of pure boredom, not actually believing the series would ever get picked up. Nice. (laughs) So the fact that he's involved with the series too, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's the only reason I was excited about it when I looked it up. Like, oh, oh my. I think uh, he's going to try to get him to do as many things as possible now. Oh, I hope so. I do too. Hopefully they end the uh, Uh, shows, the TV show, like Flash and DC's Legends and all that crap. That's a different universe. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. Replace that universe with this one. Because this is the first TV series set in the DC Extended Universe. Mm, Gotcha. Well, yeah, there's that Titan show. Does that count? I don't know. Is it different? I don't know. And I saw a commercial for that recently, and it looked a lot more interesting than the first season that I remember watching. Yeah, so, maybe we should all watch it and talk I, about it. I'm Which definitely one? not watching the first season again because it plotted on like freaking walking through molasses in January. But the what, second what season, Titans. 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 Mm. It's uh, kind like of based on the Teen Titans, but. Yeah, they're, it's usually teen versions, but this is like they're a little more. Some of them are adult. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. So the former Robin Hood is now Nightwing? Um, I don't know. Dick Grayson? Yeah, it's Dick Grayson, but I, I think he might still be Robin. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched you it. I, Starfire I and the, the goth one. <laughs> Raven. Raven. Starfire, Beast Boy, but no, um, no cyborg because he's already on the yeah, other show. Been taken. Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah, bring him over. That'd be fun. How about that show? Is that show coming back? Oh, probably. I'm sure it got COVID delayed and all that. Oh, the COVID. Oh. Okay, so we were throwing around an idea of uh, ratings the DC films, but. I was thinking, why don't we simplify it and just do like a Mount Rushmore? So just four, four. Yeah. yeah. So that we're not going on and on. Of all DC related films. Yes. Do not hold back. I think Live the first films, right? Yes. Do not yeah. include animated because there's a thousand of them, yeah. and 
I a think lot the, of them are uh, good. I will recommend a bunch of them, but yeah. I think the 1989 Batman has to be up there. Yeah, I do like that one. Dark Knight is the best Batman film for sure, though. Yes. So, so probably that if you had to, if because if we're doing a Mount Rushmore, we're talking what four or five? Four. There's four. four. So yeah. I would replace. And there's and there's currently thirty five live action films. Good universe. It's nuts that there's so many. So, definitely Dark Knight to represent Batman. I'm cool with that. You just want um, to be... you other do. Incidentally, Dark Knight is the first, the first comic book movie to break a billion dollars. Yeah, it beat yeah. Titanic because it? it's the best. The best. The best. I I love that movie. If I could only uh, pick one, the first Wonder Woman. So Batman, yeah. Batman, and Wonder Woman. That's no, just like your fourth. To represent Batman, I would choose Dark Knight. Yeah, even though uh, the other one is good. I agree with oh, that. Okay, so you're so you're one one of you're at one of four right now is the Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. And then I would say the first Wonder Woman. I I will second that. Yeah, that's Go. good. Jared, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Jared's mm-hmm. over here. I'm a fire in the I'm nodding right. to my head. You can't see that. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, put turn your turn your webcam on. Sir. I don't even have a camera on this computer. Uh, I don't either. Oh. Um, we're old. So, how do I press the escape key? Okay, so we got a Batman and a Wonder Woman, and I agree those are amazing movies. Uh, I will put Watchmen up. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that's kind of an anti-hero movie, but it's it's a DC. Yeah, it wouldn't be on mine, but it is okay. There's a negative. Who, uh, so, oh, if it we're doing a Rushmore thing, whose face from Watchmen would you put on the on the mountain? Oh, whichever Rorschach. whichever face has enough space below it. Would it be Rorschach or would it be Doctor Manhattan? <laughs> Doctor Manhattan junk. Wait, Just ruined the perfect joke. Joe, what'd you say? <laughs> I could hear the end of your joke. I said, I said you'd have to pick whichever face has enough space underneath of it for a big blue dick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm fine. I love that film, but I'm weird, so we can take that one off. Uh, I'm a big. Uh, fan. I, I think it's a fine movie. Well, I'll throw one out. TV. Dana threw out two. You've thrown out one. Let me throw out. So I, I actually looked up a list, and that's the reason why I know there's 35 current live-action <laughs> DC films because I was taking this seriously and trying to like break down if I had to go back, like. Basically, to make a top five for me would be what ones could I rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and never grow tired of. Yeah, that's a and after a lot of consideration, I had to put in my number one spot Constantine. Really? I love that movie. Really? Absolutely love that movie. That's cool. Yeah, I'll negate that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I figured y'all would, but it's, a, it's okay. Joe, I'm with, I mean, I'm, I'm with you it. on that one. I like Constantine. I think I didn't it's a fantastic it. movie, and every time I've watched it, it's one of those ones that any time I happen across it, I'll just watch it, and I enjoy it every single time. Okay, I can pick five right now that I could rewatch a thousand times. Well, yeah, and I've got another one that's really, I'm sure that none of you would agree with, but go ahead. Really? Yep. How about how about uh, Man of Steel? No. No. The original What's Superman one? movie. Yeah. No. Oh, the original. Mm, yeah. First that's... one with Christopher Reeve. That's like that's like a perfect superhero movie. Well, you know that it's dated. 
But it, you know, the story. Oh, I thought you said Man of Steel. Adam that's did. What I, that's what I said. I like that. Yeah, movie. the 2013 version with with um, right. that shows like kind of it's kind of an origin story without wasting so much time on the origin story. No, Dana's saying the 1978. I, I'm saying the very fir- the first Christopher Reeves movie, Superman. Yeah. I mean, that is the archetype for a lot of pretty much every modern superhero movie. So I mean, it it, it should go up there, but it doesn't make my list. You know that um, Kevin Feige makes every MCU director watch that film before they start filming mm-hmm. and writing the film. Why are we watching a DC movie? Shut up and watch. Yep, because he thinks it's the perfect superhero film. Uh, it is. I, it, in my it, opinion, it, it I is, think it is. It, it's pretty good. We should do one of those uh, watch-alongs on it sometime. That would be fun. That would be fun. We could do <sighs> it on this with everybody's cam and report it. That's we true. Could, we, could, we could do start doing some like mystery science theater three thousand type stuff. <laughs> Don't tempt me. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out here. This this one would be in my top five, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah I'll disagree with you there. <laughs> uh, which which Snyder Cut? The Snyder Cut of Justice League. Justice League. Oh, okay. To me, the only the, so my my justification for that is that's the first multi-hero. DC movie yeah. that yeah. Yeah, in yeah. my mind is even successful yeah, Well, in a little bit. It took a lot of uh, I don't know. Batman and Robin was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so technically Everybody Batman no. had multiple people in it. <laughs> yeah. how, how about Aquaman? Can we all agree on Aquaman? No. No. Oh. Aquaman was good, but Wonder Woman was better. Well, we already put Wonder Woman and Dark Knight on. I know. We got two. I know. Are you trying to only do one per character? I'm just no, to not necessarily. We can agree on. Um, I'll put Wonder- the original Superman up there because Wonder Woman was definitely on. Would definitely be on mine. Hmm. Uh, my problem so is, I think, is I like the I, I like got the, three. I think we've got three that we can all agree on. Then I mean, just because of its importance, nineteen seventy eight Superman, The Dark Knight, and Wonder Woman. So yeah, I guess we need to decide on who who gets the fourth face. Just, what were your two, Joe? The the Constantine. What was the other one? I, I'm a, I'm embarrassed to say it, but it really it boils down to just one epic scene. I really so. I really like the 2006 Superman Returns movie. I'm still, to this day, incredibly bitter and pissed off that they didn't continue on with that once they did it. I like and that movie. I think that that movie has one of the most badass scenes of any superhero movie ever made. And that's when the dude has the big giant Gatling gun thing on the roof and Superman's walking up and it has that ultra close shot of the bullet bouncing off his eyeball. eye. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that I is, do like that that is like probably the single most badass scene out of any superhero movie ever. And they uh-huh. really uh-huh. they really tried to match the feel of the original Superman movie too with that. You can well, tell. Yeah. They, well, it was supposed to be so it's widely regarded, and I think everybody in the modern world would agree that Superman 3 was absolute trash. It was hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. So two th- the 2006 Superman was supposed to be, and I didn't realize this until I was reading about it, trying to compile this list. It was, it was actually 
intended to be a replacement for that film. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like chronologically. Yeah. It's number three. And and I'm okay with that. The problem is DC or Warner Brothers doesn't have their crap together, so they're like, let's no. start over. No, and like I said, I was, <laughs> I'm still to this day pissed off that they because they left that hanging perfectly. They could have gone yeah. any number of ways with that movie, especially seeing as how it seems like his son. Which, I mean, they're kind of in Lois and whatever Lois the Superman show. They're doing it now, but at the end of that movie you kind of get a hint that his son has powers. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's from the comics, too. Which, by the way, that, that series is not bad. No, it's not. I'm actually enjoying it. I, I can tolerate it very well. I definitely wanted to hate it, but I was I gave it a chance, and it just every week seems to be fine. It, it occasionally fine, dips into that teenage angsty bullshit that they do in the other shows, but... But not. Uh, it's nowhere not, near. <laughs> no, it's not the driving, you know, theme behind every other episode. Oof. That yeah, Arrowverse for the lose. I quit watching Arrow after I think season four. I quit watching DC's Legends a long time ago. Quit yeah. watching Supergirl after season two. And what else is there? I never did watch Black Lightning, and it's already off the air. So. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it probably never did so well. Did you ever watch a movie called Green Lantern? I did. The let's one with that Ryan on Reynolds. The let's put that on the list. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. I've actually never seen that one. The Ryan Reynolds one? Yeah. It's not horrible. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's just it's not bad. If you like Green Lantern, it's really not that bad. It's just it not just for whatever reason it didn't do well. I, I don't I don't hate it. I think it's a fine movie. I don't I don't have any problem with it, but um I just always I get a kick out of that credit scene from the first Deadpool when mm-hmm. yeah it's it's Ryan Reynolds reading the yeah. script and he's like you did it buddy you made it and he shoots him in the back of the head and he goes you're welcome Canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> that dude he is so funny like he's just the realest guy oh like next oh, week he's the free guy uh, yeah free guy comes out next free guy, weekend yeah yep yeah I'm I'll do the uh, podcast on the free guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we still need our fourth. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Shazam. I'll, I'll, I, I was about Ooh. to say I'm gonna float a wild card out and say Shazam. That's Shazam. That was actually is a good. That one. is a good movie. It's such a great movie. And I think it will be even rated rated even higher once the sequel comes out. Yeah, the sequel's gonna be cool. Yeah, I think that's just gonna elevate the Shazam. Isn't it? All right, so we'll put it on since everyone agrees. Yeah, that was a fun. I really enjoyed the hell out of that one. Shazam! Well, that, that's a good little discussion there. Yeah, that was fun. We, we had some weird ones that we all liked. I'm surprised yeah. nobody brought Steel up. <laughs> was, it, was it the Shaq one? Yeah. <laughs> you you do realize, I didn't even realize that that was a DC movie until he showed up in Superman and Lois. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no. dear God, Apparently, the Shaq movie was a DC movie. So I didn't even realize that, that harkens back to the everything that happened after the death of Superman, after Doomsday killed him, and then they brought in. There were like four different Superman-related titles that they started up after that, which puzzled me and still does to this day. Where you had Steel, you had Superboy, you had like Balls. the half-robot Superman. 
Oh. And then there was another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever see the um, movie Red and its sequel Red Two? Oh yeah. yeah. So both those are, both those James Gunn films and Red. Those are DC movies, movies, aren't they? They are apparently DC properties. I never. Oh, uh-huh. that is such a yep. good movie. It's D- they're DC movies and they're James Gunn movies. Uh, oh, that's true. I might put that up before Shazam. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're not. We've already chiseled the mountain. Okay. They're very good. There, I love those movies, but I don't know how iconic they are as far as com- like most people that watch those would not know they're comic book movies. Agreed. Yeah, that's true. I didn't realize it was. Same with the Shack movie. I didn't realize that was. <laughs> yep. So Dana, of- you have an assignment. What? You have to watch Smoking Aces. It's on Plex. Both of them are on Plex. What's it about? Just just watch it, dude. For me, that's like the pinnacle. If you're going to do like timey-wimey back and forth, like pulp kind of storytelling, that is the movie. That Mm -hmm. sets the standard. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's super, super good. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about because it'll just ruin it because... You just just watch it. Trust me. If you don't like that movie, I'll accept it, but I will be incredibly shocked. I'm trying I will to remember a flaming bag of poop. <laughs> so as far as like jumping around in, in different like you're talking about like different times, like different uh, like back and forth the chronology like, of the movie we're, is we're all... we're here doing this yeah. and we're gonna jump back to like the, the right. day before or a couple of hours before to show how we got here. That kind of crap. Um, what was that Guy Pierce movie? Memento. Um, no, it might have been that Nolan film. Um, I've gone it. It was before Iron Man and all that stuff. Memento was a Nolan film. Yep. I didn't even know that. That that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> um, I think it might have been, been Memento. Where it jumps back and forth in time a whole bunch. Oh no, he is in that. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's in that. Um, it is Nolan's film, but yeah, I forgot Guy Pierce was in. Yeah, I think that's the one, Memento. Where yeah, that it's a very good movie, but it does do that a lot. So I'll check out Smoking oh. Aces. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's a really good. It's a great movie. It's not very long. It's just and it. It's perfect. What year did Memento come out? Ready, go. 1997. 2000. Ah. I would not have guessed it was that old. Oh my god! <laughs> when a Las Vegas performer turns snitch, hence why there's nothing Israel. I could say when that girl at the concession stand was like, "You look like my dad." <laughs> yeah. You should have just but said, "Nom shit, nom." I probably could. Be nom nom nom. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeremy Hiven, Ryan Reynolds, Ray Liotta, and that dude from. Uh, Wolverine movie who played the blob. I can't never remember. Kevin Durant. He's yeah. In Dude, there's the, that. Lord. I'm going to end. I'm actually. Don't do it. I'm going to rewatch it tonight, too. Oh, I haven't seen it in a bit. Don't do what? <laughs> watch Green Lantern. <laughs> no, no, you should. You should. You should. Yeah, no. Yeah. Watch Green Lantern. Oh, I'll watch man. Smoking Aces. There you go. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of which, I gotta go poop. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
I'm going to play the outro if no one has anything else. Roll that beautiful bean footage. I think we'll do <laughs> Shang-Chi next. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi? When does that, that come out? Your your birthday. Oh, okay. So yeah. we'll do Free, Which free is... Guy and Shang-Chi? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Okay, okay. We'll see. Or just Shang-Chi. Which your, when's your birthday? What is September 3rd? Oh, September. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. What, what mm-hmm. if hey, we've got the what if this month. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be a weekly release thing. Yeah. Well, if it's not, then we'll do that. We'll do those two together. How's that? All right. Sounds good. I, I would assume it's going to be weekly. And Joe, you and I can give our review on Free Guy. Sounds good. Because oh, I'm, I'm I, I just ordered. I just ordered my tickets. Yeah. Oh, probably. dude, I I've been looking forward to that movie since. The first preview I saw like a year and a half ago. Okay. I, I love the notion of an NPC becoming aware and just changing. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a fun movie. Agreed. I saw that when it was War Games. There's a guy <laughs> that uh, there are people in that movie that you're going to recognize. I'll just say that. What free guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at some of the names like oh my. Yep, 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 yep. Freaking Alex Trebek is in it. <laughs> wow. wow. That, sh- that shows how long ago they filmed this, because he's been yeah. dead for like a year. Uh, well, yeah, probably like six months. Which, by the way, did you guys see LeVar Burton do it? Yes, that was fantastic. Yep. Oh, he took, see it, he, he took it over? No, for no, a no, week. no. For a week. Uh, yeah, they've been doing guest hosts. Yeah. And he would actually he be a perfect great. host to keep it for... Totally. For, oh. To, just he be handed the keys to the castle. He was wonderful, which means they won't do it. Totally fits the uh, the Reading Rainbow legacy. Exactly. They'll hand it to some douchebag. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Jeopardy. <laughs> welcome to Jeopardy. My name is Channing Tatum. <laughs> Douche McFarton. <laughs> or I like to call him Channing Taint Yum. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> You guys ever uh, seen that movie, The End of the World, or whatever it's called? Uh, no. It's, yes, it's, a, it's a horrible movie. Yes, but it's, I have it's seen hilarious. it. It's on Plex. Wait, you mean the the Simon Pegg one? No, no. That's End of World. Yeah. World at World's End. That's what that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. No, we have not seen End of the World. These nuts. These nuts. All right, Daddy. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Don't take your poop. Bye. Romance. Oh, the Bye. Still saying bye. Bye.